This is Jody Avergan, host of Ask Roulette, a conversation series in which strangers ask each other questions live on stage. You come on stage with a question you want to ask someone, but you don't get to do that until you've answered a question from a stranger. You're listening to an excerpt from our recent birthday show at Housing Works Bookstore. This features Esquire writer A.J. Jacobs answering a bunch of questions, and it also features, as always, regular audience members answering and asking questions of their own. It also features the buzz of someone's cell phone at the beginning of the podcast. So at the risk of annoying everyone, we've kept it in, and we promise that it goes away pretty quick, but that's how it goes with live events and open microphones. Anyway, remember, we're online at askroulette.net, facebook.com slash askroulette, on Twitter at askroulette. Our next live show is Thursday, March 14th, so come on by if you're in New York City. And we'll just throw this out there and see what happens, but one of the goals for this year uh, in Ask Roulette world is to do more Ask Roulette on the road. So if you want to bring Ask Roulette to your town, if you know of a comedy festival or a book festival where Ask Roulette might work, get in touch. You can find us through the website, askroulette.net. Okay, off to Housing Works Bookstore in Lower Manhattan. Right, you can open your eyes, and your name is? Uh, Harry. Harry. Say hello to, remind me your name one more time. Liz. Liz, right. Harry. Hello. How dare you. Say hello, Liz. What's that? You forgot her name. I forgot her name. That's terrible. Oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, Liz. Thanks, Eli. Liz. That's the other. That's the I'm other. Liz. Come on, people. She's Liz. The other right. girl is Lydia. Ask your question. Um, if you got elected president, what would you do on your first day in office? Turn off your cell phone. Everybody turn off your phone. <laughs> um, hmm, that's tough. Um, I think I might pass a law that all of my favorite TV shows that aren't on anymore would have to make new uh, seasons. <laughs> um... <laughs> Like, I think, like, Arrested Development we're set with for now. Um, I'll make them bring back The Wire. Actually, I think David, the, the creator of The Wire, said he'd do another season if they ended the war on drugs. So that's like two birds, one stone. Um, Which is yeah. the bigger stone, be honest. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. One is a stone, and one is a rock, and one is a stone. Somebody's better got shut off their phone. Harry, it might be your phone. Is it me? I'll turn it it might be you. I'm going to feel really bad if it stops. Please close your eyes. Either way, Harry. And number eight. Come on up. Number eight. And Harry, you can open your eyes. See how quiet it is now, Harry? (laughs) I still hear it. Um. Yeah? Okay. Uh, And your name is? AJ. Oh, it's back. AJ, maybe it's you. Harry, say hello to AJ. Hi, AJ. AJ, say hello to Harry. Hey, Harry. And Harry, uh, go ahead. Ask your question. Uh, I think my question was, um, what's something about yourself that won't be true in three years? Huh. Oh, that's good. Let's see. Uh, that I'm 44. <laughs> that. that seems an easy... No, <laughs> no, we're not letting you off the hook that easy. <laughs> uh all right, let's see. That I am, uh, well, that I'm married. Just kidding. <laughs> I just thought of it. I love my wife. I'm going to be with her in three years. I can't, can't, 
I can't guarantee like, you know, 50 years, but three years, so definitely. <laughs> I will not have an iPhone 4 because I'm getting, I, and that will be true in like three weeks because my contract ends, so I'm very excited. It's all I can think about. What, <laughs> what number iPhone do you suspect you'll have in three years? Uh, I'm going with six, six, because right. I'm usually one number behind the... Uh, right, like so there will the be end. a seven, and you will have a six. Right, exactly. Okay, good to know. Harry, thank you very much. Thank you, Harry. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is Esquire's A.J. Jacobs. A.J., thanks for joining <laughs> thank us. Thank you, Jody. Uh, A.J., a guest at the very first Ask Roulette here at Housing Works. So I was, was here for the first show, and I loved it. But uh, my question went unanswered. The woman decided not to answer the question. Oh, I don't know if I you recall that. This. It was because. So do you want to hold it for the next person? No, I have a n whole new question. Okay, but let okay. me just throw it out to uh, the audience. Okay, yeah, that sounds great. Because it was uh, it was from a book on morality that I was reading, and the question that the guy posed was, if a brother and sister uh, went away for a weekend on vacation and they decided mutually to have sex. And, uh, you know, he wore a double condom, so there's no <laughs> chance of anything like that. They had a great time. They felt closer. They left, and uh, they never told anyone, is that morally wrong? And, uh, and then the, w the woman was... Uh, she, she a little flustered. <laughs> I think I was flustered, so let's see. Uh, who thinks that it is morally wrong... Now remember, double condom. <laughs> okay, who thinks it is morally wrong to do that? Okay, and who th and then who thinks it's not? And a lot of people are this is what and a lot of people are just not responding, which is exactly why we kind of s skimmed on past that question the last time I was asked. All right. All right. So I the, like the debate. The I know like chaos. You guys just want to hash it out? Okay. So, AJ, uh, before you get to ask a stranger a question, we're going to ask you uh, a number of questions that have come in online. And actually, what we're doing today is asking questions that were asked over the course of the last ah. year by, uh, and, and actually questions that got put in the box and, and never got asked. So, we're just going to cruise through some of uh, Ask Roulette's first year's greatest hits. Have you ever licked an armpit? Licked an armpit? And, uh, I've tried to lick my own, but I've failed. Uh, so, uh, no. <laughs> okay. Uh, what is the most labor-intensive present you've ever given someone? Uh, I did set up a scavenger hunt for my wife uh, because that's actually her job is that she has a she works at a company that puts on scavenger hunts. <laughs> uh, so uh, I thought for her I would set up my own scavenger hunt. And actually it rained uh, and it was an outside scavenger hunt, so we never did it. But I put a lot of work into it, so... And <laughs> describe it a little bit. Well, it was, you know, like the restaurant where... Her favorite restaurant, and, uh, you know, it was nothing all too exciting, but... So the clues uh, were like, go to your favorite restaurant. <laughs> yeah, real witty clues like that. That took right. a lot of work. Would the discovery of life on another planet, or aliens, disprove the existence of God? Um, I don't think so. Uh, I think that, uh, I mean, I actually, I am kind of with Stephen Hawking that I think that if uh, there is other, other lives on other planets, we want to stay away from them as much as possible because, 
you know, just look at the history of humanity. Like, we are horrible people <laughs> for most of our history, and we kill those who are weaker than us. So if there is another society that is more advanced, we got to stay hidden, because then they will just come and wipe us out. Uh, but theologically, I think that uh, it could go either way. It's not, uh, it's, not, it's not a decisive factor. It certainly would have an effect on the Bible. You know. I would say so. Uh, this is this is the perfect <laughs> kind of question for a uh, show of hands type poll. So, who does think that the discovery of life on another planet of aliens would disprove the existence of God? Okay, everyone's hedging their bets. I think. Uh, <laughs> and who thinks that God is still a possibility if we discover life on another planet? Yeah. Okay. A lot of people are with that. All right. I think that's a little surprising to me. But, uh, AJ, what trait of your parents do you have and fear the most? Well, I'm certainly, uh, my mother is a worrier, and she passed that right along to me, and I passed it on to my kids. So I feel I've tried to keep the chain going. Uh, but, yeah, that is, that did, is something. Did you recognize that right, like right from the jump, that that was going to be part of you? No, but it's, uh, you know, it has been a struggle in my life. I mean... To give you an example, I once wrote a book on the similarities between Elvis Presley and Jesus Christ, and I had this irrational fear that someone else was going to write the same book before me. So this was a long time ago when there were still libraries. So I went to the library, and I bought, I took out all the books on Elvis, but then I waited like a week and to go and be back and take out all the books on Jesus, because I didn't want the librarian to make the connection that I was working on. So that's the kind of thing that I struggle with, and I think that my kids have it too. You were worried that someone like in your neighborhood was going to write the same <laughs> book. <laughs> yeah, someone looking through the library, right. you know, and records. Uh, I, I guess I'm revealing that I have not read that book, but can you hit <laughs> me with a few uh, similarities? That was a book that, uh, what, that was about 500 words total. So it was basically one joke repeated over and over again. It was, you know, Jesus is the Lord's shepherd, Elvis dated Sybil Shepherd, that kind of thing, and over right. and over again. <laughs> so you found a publisher for that? <laughs> I know. Uh, okay, what's your favorite part of the week? My favorite part of the week? Uh, well, I guess I'm going to be cliche and say, uh, you know, the weekend, Saturday. I do like my Saturday. You know, and, uh, I mean, in Judaism, you are... Uh, you're, there's the Sabbath, and you are, you know, you're supposed to actually have sex on Friday night, so it's mandated. So, uh, you know, if I'm being a good Jew, which I'm not, I'm not a very good Jew, so that doesn't always <laughs> happen, <laughs> if ever. But you've tried this argument, I can tell. <laughs> exactly. But you, you're, um, do you go, do you go into an office every, every no. day? You work from home. No, I work from so home. Uh, does that change your view of the week, or? Well, Saturday's still great just because they're Saturdays. Yeah, I mean, I still, uh, I still feel I work on the weekdays. I, I pretend to have a real job even though I don't have to go to an office. Right. What song is most often stuck in your head? Probably uh, Do You Know the Way to San Jose. That's what Eli? It's a Do You Know the Way to San Jose. 
just screwing you for the rest of the night, AJ? It's just going to be sad. I will be. Probably was there already. But that's one of the few songs I ever memorized all the lines to. And so why like, why, and why did you memorize and why is it stuck in your head? Well, I, my father used to listen to it a lot. Not the good version, the Robert Goulet version. Did you do that one, Eli? Exactly. Did you do the Goulet? One? You were playing the good version, clearly. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't know Goulet did a version. And normally I'm up on all my Goulet. <laughs> yeah. All right, AJ, are you ready to ask a stranger a question? I am ready. Okay, please close your eyes. Number 511-511. Come on up, there he is. Here comes a man with a beard. It's a very good beard. <laughs> Brian, Brian, say hello to AJ. AJ, say hello to Brian. Hello, so. Brian. Uh, okay, my question was actually, it came up when I was watching a movie with my kids a couple of weeks ago. Uh, the movie was Superman, the original version, and it was uh, with the one with Christopher Reeves. And there's that scene where he takes Lois Lane on a date and uh, flies her all around, uh, and they go to the North Pole. And basically, so he was doing that for four hours, and during that four hours, 10,000 people probably died from, like, you know, preventable disasters and, uh, and crimes that he could have stopped. So my question is, do superheroes have the right to take vacations? Or, <laughs> or because they're in a special place, like they have this moral responsibility to work as much as possible? Well, I mean, it's really a volunteer position. <laughs> so, I mean, like, of course they do. I mean, do, do the people here have the right to take vacation? But superheroes, what's the Spider-Man line? With great power comes great responsibility. There so you there go. you have it. Exactly. Yeah, but that shit's and exhausting. And no vacations. Right. I mean, it's exhausting, yeah. but it's also sweet. All right. Um, what's the maximum amount of time Superman could check out for you to not give him a hard time? <laughs> I actually think that he should not be allowed. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just <laughs> I just... He's murdering people. It's a sin of omission. He is, but he is murdering people every time he like, and and the whole idea of having this other second job, that seems crazy too. Like why, why just do this full time? It's a full time job. Would you give we, him an out for religious reasons? <laughs> like, uh, could he take the Sabbath off? Yeah. No, I don't give him any outs. No. Nope. But of course, if he's saving, I mean, there's always going to be someone dying, even if he's saving this person, someone around the world is going to be dying, or you think he can save everyone? Not everyone, but he can do his best instead right. of, like, you uh, know. But do you do think that all the superheroes should have, like, a schedule or something like that? So, like, <laughs> yeah. there's always oh, yes, timeshare. Like, uh, yeah. Ah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess right. that's why they form teams, right? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Somebody gets to sleep in the clubhouse. I got a so date on yeah. Thursday nights. So I can't really, <laughs> right. Um, okay, so who here thinks that it is irresponsible for Superman to go on a four-hour date? It was a four-hour date, right? Oh. AJ. And that guy back there. All right. And, and who here thinks the superheroes deserve a little rest every once in a while? Yeah, I think they'll be better superheroes, too. Like, Peter Parker in those movies, like, is, you know, when he's, like, not, his head's not right, he's not as good of a Spider-Man. So I think that they need a little. That's how supervillains are made. Right, exactly. He might, he might turn into a supervillain if he doesn't get, his, uh, get some action every Friday night. All right. AJ Jacobs, thank you very much. Happy anniversary. Thank you, AJ. Superman, go ahead and take some rest. 
Go ahead and observe the Sabbath, Superman. Brian, <laughs> please close your eyes. Number 311. 311. Come on. And Brian, you can open your eyes. Your name is? Jay. Jay, say hello to Brian. Brian, say hello to Jay. Hello, Beardy Brian. Hi there. And <laughs> go ahead and ask. That was, that was, that was weird. I'm sorry time. I started the beard thing, Brian. Yeah, you must hate true. me. What is total bullshit? Ooh. Um, total bullshit. Um, parking tickets. There you go. All right, Brian, thank you very much. <laughs> Thanks for listening. To hear more audio excerpts and to learn about Ask Roulette and to find out about our next live event, visit our website, askroulette.net. We're also on Twitter at Ask Roulette and Facebook.com slash Ask Roulette. See you soon.